Welcome to this special episode of the True Truths Podcast. As always, I'm Dan Aquino. I'm here to talk about the situation the Philadelphia 76ers find themselves in with James Harden. We'll get to the latest in a bit, but I want to start from the beginning so that we get a clear and complete picture of what exactly is going on. I think this needs to be said before we have this conversation. James Harden is one of the best two guards to ever play this game. In my opinion, he's definitely a top five shooting guard. He's a 10-time All-Star, three-time scoring champ, two-time assist champ, seven-time All-NBA. He's the 2018 NBA MVP, just one of two players in NBA history to win the Sixth Man of the Year Award and an MVP award. He was named to the NBA's 75th anniversary team, and he's one of the most influential players of this generation. He is also easily displeased, non-committal, and he's had many, many, many instances where he has come small in big playoff games. Most recently, he had a 13-point performance and a 9-point performance in back-to-back games with an opportunity to clinch a series win against the Boston Celtics in the second round of this past season's NBA playoffs. He shot 4 of 16 in Game 6. He shot 3 of 11 in Game 7. That game was a blowout, and he went scoreless in the second half. MB didn't play well either, but you get the point. Just before the start of the 2020-2021 NBA season, James Harden requested a trade out of the Houston Rockets in which he spent eight years there. Houston had trouble trading him at first, so then Harden ends up coming into camp out of shape, and then in the couple games that he played with Houston that season, played with lackadaisical effort, looked physically just completely out of shape. I mean, people were calling him fat, and you could just tell that he was really phoning it in. He ends up getting traded to the Brooklyn Nets, which at the time already had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. He ends up playing just 80 games total as a Brooklyn Net before the following season he voices his displeasure and once again requests a trade now away from the Brooklyn Nets. He's traded to the Sixers who were dealing with a bad situation with Ben Simmons. He plays a total of 79 games for the Sixers over the rest of that 22 season and then this season. And now here we are again. Harden's unhappy and he's requesting a trade. Now Harden was a free agent this summer. We talked about it in our previous episode I figured he was going to return to the 76ers because there wasn't much of a market for him other than that. Not a lot of the good teams where he would want to go to compete for a championship had the type of money to pay him the close-to-max type of contract that he wants. But instead of just leaving the Sixers, because clearly he didn't really want to be there, he opted into his $35.6 million player option with the agreement that Philly would try to trade him. That way he could go to a good team and compete, a team that probably wouldn't be able to sign him otherwise. And then that way Philly can get a return of assets or players that would keep them in contention because they have, the, they have Joel Embiid. They want to try and win a title to keep him happy and to keep him from at some point wanting to leave. But like Damian Lillard, Harden has just one team in mind, and that's the Los Angeles Clippers. He's cool with Russ. They played in Houston and all the way back in Oklahoma City. He's also cool with Paul George. And Harden is from L.A. 
This past Saturday, though, Daryl Morey, who's the president of the Sixers, announced that there wasn't going to be a trade. The Clippers are unwilling to meet the Sixers where their price is set. The price is pretty steep. The Sixers want pieces back to try and still contend, which would assumingly mean that they'd want a bunch of players from the Clippers or one of their two star players, which would be Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, probably Paul George. That would be the one the Clippers would willing to part with because we talked about it earlier in the offseason that, that, that they were shopping Paul George to see what type of value he had on the open market, given that Kawhi and Paul George at the end of next season can opt out. So clearly the Clippers were unwilling. So now we get to what happened on Monday. So James Harden is doing a promotional tour for Adidas in China. He's seemingly answering questions to children, I, I think. And basically what he says, I guess answering a question, he says that Daryl Morey is a liar. I will never be part of an organization that he's part of. Let me say that again. He actually said it a second time. He iterated it uh, to add emphasis, I'm guessing. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's part of. Daryl Morey and James Harden's relationship dates back to Harden's days in Houston. Daryl Morey was the GM during Harden's time in Houston. Um, Daryl Morey actually won Executive of the Year in 2018 for the team that they put together, that Houston team that was a win away from making the NBA Finals. So it's a little shocking for James Harden to be calling him out like this. First, let's analyze the quote. Harden calling Morey a liar? Why exactly is he calling him a liar? So after the 2021-2022 season, Harden took a $15 million pay cut in his contract to help the 76ers improve and spend elsewhere. The belief is that Harden only did so under the impression that when the time came this following offseason, is that Morey would give Harden a long-term deal worth near max money. That's what James Harden wants. He wants the financial security. With this quote, we are led to assume that Darren Morey either backtracked, changed his mind, or is just no longer going to offer Harden a contract. And that's why Harden is in this position right now where he's in a place where he doesn't want to be in Philly, but he can't go anywhere because Philly won't trade him because he picked up that option. So now he's going to try to make things as uncomfortable as possible and be an absolute cancer to the team to force uh, Darren Morey's hand to trade him. And that's what we're seeing. Once Harden realized he wasn't going to get that contract, he opted in and requested a trade. But Darren Morey has the right to change his mind, though he shouldn't have led Harden on if that's what exactly happened. If Harden was under the impression he was going to get a long-term deal as, I guess, a reward for taking that pay cut last offseason, Morey was wrong to lead him on to believe that. Of course, the Sixers are going to completely deny that this was the case, but it seems to be how Harden feels. Now, what didn't help was all the Houston rumors throughout the season and then Harden's general moodiness throughout the season. And of course, with Harden turning 34 at the end of the month, it's possible the Sixers just don't want the long-term burden that that contract for Harden would be. What this all means right now is that Harden doesn't want to be a Sixer. He's threatening to sit out, or worse, come into camp and be an absolute cancer, come in out of shape, and this similar to what he did in Houston. 
which eventually forced Houston's hand to finally make a trade. He's hoping the same thing happens now. Daryl Morey is a lot more stubborn. He's adamant that he wants to bring Harden back because he feels what's best for the Sixers, James Harden, Embiid playing together with this roster that they have constructed. New coach and Nick Nurse, who won a championship back in 2019 with the Raptors, trying this again, trying to compete in this very competitive Eastern Conference that we're going to have next season. So that's a lot. I think Harden has the right to be upset. He was clearly under the impression that he was going to get a contract from the Sixers or he was going to get traded. He right he has the right to want to trade every star player, a bunch of all-star players requesting trades these days, but I think Harden's definitely taking this a little too far. Because at the end of the day, Maury has to do what's best for the Sixers, and I don't think just because of that, Harden should make Maury and the rest of the team's life a living hell and possibly sabotaging next season just to get what he wants. To be honest, Harden has not handled the last three seasons very well. He's been on three different teams the past three seasons. Every single team he's been on, the last season of Houston, Brooklyn, Philly, Houston was going down in terms of the talent level of the team. But Brooklyn, you're playing with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And then now Philly, you're playing with the MVP and Embiid. Somehow he has found a way to be unhappy in every single situation. You could even go back all the way to when he was in Oklahoma City and he was unhappy with the money, the contract offer that Sam Presti was offering him and you know being kind of that third fiddle to Westbrook and Kevin Durant at the time. Of course, that ended up working out for him. He goes to Houston. He breaks out as a superstar, goes on to win an MVP, multiple scoring titles, yada, 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 all that great stuff. But it definitely is a reflection of you if no matter what situation you're in, no matter how much a team has appeased you, you still at the slightest inconvenience say I don't want to be here I am not going to play here trade me get rid of me he's taking player empowerment and completely abusing it it's possible that we finally have reached a tipping point when it comes to the player empowerment movement that has been going on for the past 10 to 12 years at the same time I gotta say this James Harden when he came to Philly he bought in took a pay cut changed his entire play style to become more of a traditional point guard, which ultimately helped Embiid win the MVP. I got to give him credit for that, at, at least. But what really screwed Harden is that he tried to use Houston during this during the season and then in the offseason as leverage to try to force Philly to give him the contract he wanted. But once Houston pivoted and ended up signing Fred Van Vliet to that big contract, it left Harden with nowhere to realistically go in free agency outside of, you know, the bottom feeder teams that had money this offseason. I really don't know how this gets resolved. I really don't. I, I find it really hard to believe that somehow Harden's going to, I don't know, come to his senses and decide, you know what, I opted into my player option. I don't have really a choice, which he kind of doesn't. I mean, he can sit out and give up all that money. You know, that didn't stop Ben Simmons from doing that in Philly. And now Philly's in this other situation with a different player, the player they actually got for Ben Simmons, where he's threatening to sit out. I mentioned what could be worse, and that's 
Harden just coming in and being an absolute terrible teammate, just terrible person. I don't think he is a terrible person. I think this situation does not reflect on him well. But he's going to try and make this just an absolute terrible shit show for the Philadelphia 76ers. But Darren Morey is stubborn. I'm not sure if he's going to budge. I think what will ultimately happen is Harden's going to end up sitting out games. I think he's going to sit out games, try to force the Sixers to accelerate trade talks. And the only way that that's going to get done is if Philly comes down from their asking price, which would open up other teams who maybe need a push during the season, maybe a team like uh, Clippers or maybe like a Minnesota I don't know. They're really just it's hard to imagine Harden somehow fitting in on one of these other teams, a team that's not projected to be a bad team. All the good teams are kind of got their rosters together. I don't know if there's a team that still is in need of a of another piece like a James Harden. Miami is clearly I think one, but they got their horse and they're trying to fight for that. And that's a whole other situation going on. Portland has yet to trade Damian Lillard because their asking price is higher than what Miami can offer. Maybe uh, uh, New Orleans Pelicans, maybe they try to shake things up if things aren't going well. Maybe they try to offload C.J. McCollum or something like that. So That's really the only thing I can think of right off the top of my head where Philly can go looking for a suitor for James Harden. I mean, ultimately, he still does want to go to the Clippers, but that price would have to come down for the Clippers to be willing to make a deal because I don't think they want to trade Kawhi or Paul George because that just would be taking three steps forward and then two steps back by acquiring Harden. The problems you would be taking on with James Harden, you can find also with Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi doesn't play a full season. Paul George not only deals with injuries, but he also has a history of coming up short in big playoff games. So it's a combination of all this bad things that Harden is doing when it comes to going to a team and requesting out where he is in his career physically and skill-wise, what we have is a really tricky situation, at least for you know the first half of the season until sometime in the trade deadline, because otherwise this season's going to be thrown away. And Philly has more to lose here than James Harden. Harden could still play his way to another contract if he so chooses Philly has to keep Joel Embiid happy Joel Embiid already we talked about it uh in a previous episode the comments he made about trying to win a championship whether it be in Philly or anywhere else if Embiid's already has one eye on the landscape of the rest of the league Philly's in trouble I mean you're on the road to mediocrity again if you lose Embiid and it's obvious Philly doesn't want to visit that obviously they just got a new coach they're trying to stay a contender in an eastern conference that's very getting very competitive when you look at the celtics the bucks the cavaliers the knicks and the miami heat especially if they find a way to get this lillard trade done it's really really tricky and it's going to be fascinating to see how this unfolds so of course with all this news with Harden, Knicks fans, of course, got on their trade machine and started to cook up trades for Joel Embiid. I like the 
excitement, of course, because Embiid is an MVP player, and we, the Knicks, still need, I think, a top-tier NBA superstar. Brunson is balling for the FIBA World Cup team, and he had an incredible season, a season that not many people expected, even most Knicks fans. But I think most people would agree that the Knicks are still that big piece away from being a real contender when you compare us to a team like Boston or Milwaukee. And Bede would definitely put us over the hump. He's someone in his prime, has, for the most part, stayed relatively healthy. He deals with little nagging injuries, but that's something you can deal with. He played enough games to be considered for MVP. And the prospect of having someone like Embiid alongside a player like Jalen Brunson who has proven to be solid in the playoffs, you can rely upon him. He's a good playmaker, great scorer. I think Jalen Brunson can definitely be the second best player on a championship team. It's Randall no one likes, uh, or at least most people are getting tired of. Uh, and, you know, the belief is that Randall, I don't think he can be the best player on a championship team. I don't know anyone that really believes that despite the All-NBA type of production he gives us. So, of course, that's something that, you know, seems possible if this whole Philly situation falls apart. It would be an incredible story and a tragic ending if somehow this Harden situation eventually leads to the departure of Joel Embiid. I mean, this has been a storyline, a saga that the Sixers have been on since the early 2010s when they decided to be absolutely terrible and they tanked and got great draft picks and they did this whole trust the process. The trust the process era of the Sixers is seemingly coming to an end. Will it end with a championship or will it end with a destructive collapse of a good team that somehow never found a way to get it done? And this Harden situation could be the start of that and that's something we're going to see unfold over the next few weeks. That's all for this special episode. I'd like to thank you for listening. Be sure to follow the podcast on TikTok at Truish Hoops. See you guys next week.